Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Well, let's talk about what's going on over in Victoria. Joining us now is Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simeon. May I just join Gordon McDonald in saying, yay, John Daly. It's yeah. about time. That's great. What a, <laughs> what a career. When you, when you, yeah, incredible guy. Incredible guy. get a chance to talk to him and talk about some of those stories, boy, oh boy, that, that is some entertainment. Yes. And ferocious. You know, the no. great thing about John Daly was he would tell you the stuff that the politicians didn't want you to know, exactly. not the stuff they packaged up and fed to you. Exactly. Those were the days. Uh, speaking of what the politicians want us to know, this pandemic recovery benefit situation. I get a lot of emails about this, Vaughn, because I think people hear the $1,000 number and they think that that's what they're getting. Yes, or they hear 500. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. So we finally got the rollout yesterday. This was an election promise. And um, we finally got the rollout yesterday. And it comes with a few catches. Um, There's the big one is this. How will you, you, you get to apply online for this and you will be able to apply starting December the 18th online and December the 21st by phone, which is pretty close to Christmas. We may not get the money out to you before Christmas. They're admitting that now. And you'll have to qualify. And eligibility will be determined on the basis of your income. But your income in 2019 before the pandemic hit. And there's, here's the problem. You and your spouse, if you're a family or single person with children, uh, you may well have had a good year in 2019. Yeah. You may have lost your job during the pandemic because you're in a business that shut down or a business that reduced operations, or you may have lost your business. All of that won't count. Uh, it'll be your taxable income in 2019, not in 2020. So, of course, people are going, wait a minute, all kinds of people who've had a good year this year will qualify. All kinds of people who had a good year in 2019 and a bad year this year may not qualify. And that's true. And the minister got asked about this yesterday, and she got asked about it a couple of times at a press conference, and then she was on with Linda Steele yesterday afternoon. Well, you know, this is the best we could do, she said. This is the best we could do. If we were to wait until the 2020 tax returns... Well, you know, by then, the pandemic could be over. Those tax returns won't be filed till the spring. Well, okay, yes, but it's your election promise, Minister. It's not mine. I didn't think this up. You did. (laughs) Yeah. Clearly, they didn't think it through. The the one thing that jumped into my mind about this, Simi, is when John Horgan announced this on October the 6th, our colleague Richard Zussman asked him an interesting question. He said, Premier, is this sort of cash giveaway something that you've been, you'd thought up some time ago, but you decided to hold it back till the election? And Horgan said, no, no, Richard, no, no, no. This is something I thought up after we called the election. <laughs> well, that actually may be true. Yeah. It's so half-baked that clearly it wasn't thought through. Um, you know, the application thing, they were said, well, have you got, have you got 
means in place uh, to preclude fraud. Oh, yes, said the minister yesterday. Oh, yes, we're not just going to hand out checks. You know, you're going to have to qualify. And you'll have to qualify through the tax system. And that means the province working with Ottawa. December the 18th? Like, what could possibly go wrong? I, I think people are going to be waiting well for those checks, and I think there's a bunch of people out there who think they're going to get it, and they're not going to get it. Well, that's what I think, too, and I don't understand if they had all this time. Like, they announced this thing, you know, months ago. They had all this time to figure it out, and they don't seem to have figured it out very well. Uh, that's true, and you may recall another thing that the Premier was asked the day he called the election, September 21st. He was asked... Uh, Premier, uh, you're putting the government on hold while you're running for office. Um, what's going to be happening? You know, what about things that need to happen, checks that need to go out, all that stuff, programs? No, no, no. No, 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 said the Premier. Don't worry about that. The public service of British Columbia will still be doing its job. Carol James, who's not running for re-election, will be overseeing the government, everyone in place, and the public service of BC will just be beavering away ready for the day when the election is over. Well, it turns out that they're not really ready. Um, the other bill we got yesterday, Simi, is a bill putting off the budget until April the 30th, normal budget day, third week of February. The next budget year begins April the 1st, and that means we could be a month into the next year before we even see the books. So, Again, gee, I thought they were just yeah. working away, burning the midnight oil, getting ready for this. It turns out they're not ready for it all. They're not ready for the budget. They're not ready for the financial update. It was supposed to be out November the 30th next week, and they weren't ready for this emblematic election promise that they made. They still haven't really figured out exactly who's going to get it and how they're going to get it. Okay, that's, well, that sounds kind of chaotic. And also, I don't understand why they didn't take the approach the federal government did, which is give it out now and, you know, worry about clawing it back on next year's taxes. Uh, that would be a straightforward way to do it, and it's not like we haven't already done right. it that way. I, you know, I, again, it's, it's hard to figure it out. Um, they say, you know, that what they did was they made the threshold so high for qualification they claim 80 to 90 percent of British Columbians will actually get the cash. Uh, the pr this isn't a cheap election promise, by the way. It's, it's now up to $1.7 billion wow. worth of checks that they're saying will go out. Um, my guess is a lot of people won't see the money until the new year, which is fine. I mean, you can, I guess, you know, you can still... You can you can spend the money before you get it, I suppose, although that's not necessarily what your financial advisor might advise. But uh, in any event, I think eventually it'll be there, and eventually most people will qualify. But uh, it's still far more in doubt, Simi, than you would expect for something that was really their number one election promise. No kidding. Okay, let's talk about what's going on today. Premier joining this announcement. Yeah, the Premier's going to be there with Dr. Bonnie Henry and Adrian Dix uh, today and Dr. Ross Brown, who's the guy they brought in to oversee this vaccine program. And we're going to get the first news, good news, about the vaccine, that it's coming. The Premier kind of <laughs> broke the news yesterday on Twitter. Okay, yeah. 4,000 people. Um, 
The, the one thing that jumps out at me on this is that John Horgan and his supporters have told us repeatedly that the reason he was so popular and that people thought we'd done such a great job in B.C. was that Horgan stood aside and let Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix handle the pandemic. Well, let's say that comes with an asterisk. He certainly let them handle all the bad news about the pandemic this fall. He didn't join them on the platform for uh, all the second wave stuff. Yeah. But he's available in his busy schedule today because it's good news. And, you know, I mean, that's how politics works. I get it. You know, that's what cabinet ministers are for and stuff like that. But still, uh, yeah, he's going to be there today because we got some good news. I'm, I hope there are many more good news press conferences to come. And if uh, seeing the premier there and being a little bit cynical about it is the only <laughs> price we have to pay, that's okay. Uh, we need good news, and I think that's the reason John Horgan is going to be there today. Uh, yeah, I think we need the good news as well, because, I mean, there's been quite a bit of criticism lately, I would say, right? Lots of questions about rapid testing and why we're not doing more of that. I feel like we are starting to question health officials more. Yeah, you know, I uh, think that the rapid testing thing, I just don't think they've made a really good case for why we're not doing that. Um, there was a, a really interesting tweet uh, on social media this week from David Fisman, who's mm, one I of Canada's yeah. leading epidemiologists. And he said, look, Dr. Bonnie Henry's a friend of mine, and uh, I think she's a terrific communicator, but there's a few issues on which I don't think she's made the case. And rapid testing is one of them. He pointed out that, you know, changing positions on masks and that. This is the first time we've ever been through anything like this in the world. The whole world is wrestling with it. Of course, things are going to change as we learn more. So I don't think it's a fundamental criticism, but it's worth noting that particularly I don't get the argument on rapid testing. It's not a panacea. It isn't going to solve everything, mm -hmm. but it strikes me as a useful tool uh, in facilities that don't have nearly enough tools right now. And I think the seniors advocate, Isabel McKenzie, has made that case very well. Yes, she has. All right. Thank you, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Cindy.